The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a rabbi whose name was Rabbi Bender. And Rabbi Bender was in a yeshiva in Warsaw in Poland. And in this yeshiva, there was a boy whose name was Karkovsky. Okay, I actually had a 10th grade teacher whose name was Karkovsky. This boy was particularly good looking, right? Like Dave, particularly good looking, tall, excellent looking, right? He is a very popular, very bright, very successful. Everything about the guy just oozed royalty and, and beauty and, uh, and what's it called? Everything was amazing. All of a sudden, one day a guy walks in who is as particularly beautiful as this boy was, this man was particularly ugly. And he walked with the hunchback and he, everything was out of place. And the guy, you looked at him and you had to look away almost. He walks in and he says, could someone please call this boy Karkovsky? So this, the, the boy comes up to this man. You look at this, it looks like, we shouldn't say this, but beauty and the beast. What's going on over here? What could they possibly have to do with each other? And in the end, they see this boy comes and he kisses the man's hand. And it turns out that this magnificent specimen of a human being is the son of this man. Now, nobody wants to say it. But as you guys know, in every group, in every friendship group, there's always the one person who says it and everyone says, how could you say that? He said, what? We were all thinking it. There's always the one guy who says what everyone else was thinking. So there was also one guy in the yeshiva who had no filter. He says, how could this be your father? How is this possible that that gave birth to that? And listen to this, my friends. The man says, I must, the, the son says, I must tell you a story. There was a man whose name was Rabbi Mordechai Yafeh, or Yafeh, they would call him. He was actually the direct student of Rav Moshe, of the Ramah, of the Ramah, the Rav Moshe Isilis. He wrote a book called the Levush, and that became the name of this great rabbi. He became known after this great book that he wrote, which was called the Levush. Levush means the clothing. He wrote actually 10 books. Each one of the books is named after another article of clothing, and each time he starts the book with the same words. What was the story? This man, Rav Mordechai Yafe, was magnificent looking. He was tall, he was in shape, his face was beautifully proportionate, had an amazing jawline, a nose. I, I don't know exactly what goes into making someone very beautiful, but he was very, very beautiful, very, very handsome, but extraordinarily so. And his job, he used to sell tapestries. He used to sell uh, things that were woven and whatever. And as he was going from place to place to sell, there was a, a, a request for him to come to the, ca the castle of a nobleman. And he goes to this castle, and the nobleman is not there in the castle at the time. Maybe he's off fighting some war. This is about 500 years ago. At that time, they were always off at war. And who calls him to the castle? The noblewoman, the queen, the duchess, whatever it is, whatever her name is, she asks this guy to come to the castle. He walks in, he's showing her all the tapestries he has for sale. She makes a big order. But then before she finishes the order, she goes to the room that they're in. She locks the door. And then she locks the other door, and she locks the other door, and locks the other door. And she tells him, now we're alone. You're such a beautiful man. I want you to be with me. I want you to commit a sin with me. I don't know if she used those words, 
But that's the words we're going to use because we want to make sure that the recording can be used by everybody. Okay? <laughs> the story of Yosef all over again. I'm not letting you leave, she says. He tries to get out. He tries to leave. She won't let him leave. He realizes that there's only one method of escape. And he says to this woman, he says, Okay, fine. You want to do the sin? We'll do a sin. He says, But first he says, I have to go to the bathroom. Because he realized that the bathroom had a sewage system that ran from the castle, a big pit that ran down, out, and out of the castle, so it wouldn't smell. He goes into the bathroom, Rav Mordechai Yafeh. He was called Yafeh, we said, because he was so beautiful. He goes into the bathroom, he closes the door, he gets into the sewage pit, and it's up to his waist. And he's wading through the sewage. It stinks, it's horrible, he feels like he needs to throw up, he feels like he's going to get sick. He wades through and he escapes using the passage of the sewage out of the castle and he manages to, to leave, so to speak, without doing the avon, without doing the sin. My friends, Rav Mordechai this man, he prayed to Borei Olam when he got home. And what was his prayer? What was his heartfelt plea to God? He says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I was in this situation where I barely escaped with my soul intact because of how beautiful I am. Please, Bore Olam, make sure, grant me my wish that for 10 generations in my family, there shouldn't be a single man born to our family that is gifted with the gift of beauty. And the heavens acceded to his request. He was rewarded at the time that he went through this pit. He was rewarded for the way he dealt with it by being given the fact that at the time he left in the sewage, he was wearing 10 articles of clothing. Min HaShamayim, they opened up his head and his heart and he was able to write 10 books and he named each of the books the name of a different levush, of a different article of clothing because the 10 articles of clothing that he got dirty on that day to protect himself from the mitzvah, he was given back in the form of a sefer that would be given to Am Yisrael. Levush, 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 10 different articles of clothing, 10 different sefarim. And the boy turns to all the people gathered around him in the yeshiva. And he says, and I am the 11th generation from Rav Mordechai Yafeh. My father is the last one of the 10 generations that he prayed, and I'm the 11th generation. And then he returned back to their natural state. What a mind-blowing story. And I remember going to, to Poland and being uh, at the place of the burial of the Levush. Unbelievable. Now I thought to myself, what a crazy story. Uh, it, you know, from another time, almost seems like something from a fairy tale movie. But my friends, there is a reality to the fact that what comes after the things that we do. A person writes a book, Sefer de Levush, and it's accepted by everybody. You should just know, by the way, he wrote the book, the Levush, and he quotes all the Sefarim. He had no Sefarim. He's quoting everything in those books from memory. God blessed him with an unbelievable uh, gift to be able to study, to learn, to write in an extraordinarily, an extraordinarily beautiful way. When a person is Zohar to do great things in their life, ask yourself, what came first? This young boy was able to look back and understand that you know what, for 10 generations, he had the most beautiful, ugly parents. 
He had the most beautiful, uh, ugly lineage. It was something that came from such a shiningly, uh, uh, you know, appealing nishama and a request that came from the depths of his heart that it kept his family so clean and so pure that the great, 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 ten times grandson was still studying Torah in one of the most impressive yeshivot in Warsaw, uh, 11 generations later. What a gift to be able to give to your children. Every time we look at something, it behooves us to ask, how did we get here? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.